Welcome to Voices from the Bench, a dental laboratory podcast. Send us an email at info at voicesfromthebench.com or look for us on Facebook at Voices from the Bench. Greetings and welcome to episode 173 of Voices from the Bench. My name is Elvis. And my name is Barbara. What's happening, partner? We actually get to go away. I know. (laughs) Exciting news. Even though this episode comes out the Monday after the fun in the sun, which is happening this weekend in New Orleans. Yeah. New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. You know, my wife corrected me on that. Yeah. She said that's that's very Indiana of you. That's fantastic. So we're actually recording this a little early because I know you're going to Fun in the Sun because the Cal Lab planning meeting is going on that weekend. Yeah, you know, maybe we should think about doing a Voices from the Bench on stage. I'll think about that. At Cal Lab? Yeah, I know they're going to ask you. They're going to say, hey, Barb, what suggestions do you have for the meeting? You and me on stage uncensored is what we need. <laughs> That's never good. Just <laughs> Or maybe it is good and it's super real and raw, so I will. But what's awesome is just a few days ago, Preet asked me to come to Fun in the Sun and to work the booth with Ruben. So I'm super excited. Nice. First time to Fun in the Sun. First trip to New Orleans. Come on. You've never been to New Orleans. It's really a great city. I am excited. All I know is if someone gives me beads, I have to take off my shirt. Is that how it works? I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. No, they probably don't want to see me or you. But yeah, that's <laughs> kind of how it works when it's Mardi Gras. I think you're a little late or early. I don't even know when Mardi Gras is. This <laughs> this Indiana boy don't keep up on that. <laughs> but this trip is all business, so no podcast recording, unfortunately. Not that it really matters since this episode comes out after the meeting, but it is just great to be able to get back out and see friends and talk dental and sell some implant stuff. Oh, yeah. Just mingle amongst the humans. It's fun. And you can bleep me out. I am one excited mother This (laughs) is honestly my first meeting in probably a year and a half. That's right. We were going to go to the Visions meeting and my son got COVID. His whole team got COVID. And so I had to cancel that. So this is it since, Jesus, January, Visions meeting 20. No, Lab Day. Your Chicago Lab Day with all of us in 2020. All right. So there you have it. That we all were in a huge room with thousands of people and didn't realize in four weeks we'd all be shut down. Yep. So I'm excited. That is cool. And not only Fun in the Sun, but this weekend, July 23rd and 24th, we will be recording for the podcast at the Preet booth at Ladies of the Mill in Chattanooga. They are close to selling this thing out. They will. I just talked with Jill. Yeah. It's going to be big. There's a lot of people going. It's It's got a great vibe. I'm super excited. And again, I've never been to Chattanooga. <laughs> Damn, dude, you need to get out more, but I'm excited for both. So I'll see you tomorrow, even though this is coming out next week. I'll still see you tomorrow. Absolutely. But speaking of live dental lab shows and recording for the podcast, just last month, I was at the FDLA Symposium in Orlando, Florida. This great event was my first dental show in a long time. It could have been yours, Barb. I know. I know. It was also my first time at a show in my new role with Preet. 
and it was a fantastic show that I was actually able to get a little recording in too. What I've learned is it's not easy to talk dental implant restorative parts and try to find people to sit down and chat with. But even though you weren't there, Barb, the grabber of good gabbers, I've I've coined you. I like that. (laughs) Awesome. I was able to convince two technicians to record with me. So first up is Don Hebert from Phoenix Dental Design. No, no, no. Not from Phoenix, Arizona, which is what I thought when I first met him. But he's actually from Auburndale, Florida. Do you know where that is? I have no idea. Yes. And you said it correctly. So kudos. Nice. So Don comes on to talk about his past as a technician and when, when he started over his own new lab after the quarantine and being lifted above the ashes like a phoenix. Nice. That's how he came up with the name. It's pretty cool. I'm getting it. Then I chatted with Ricardo Marrero, who, along with his father, runs a satellite lab in North Carolina for GPS Dental Lab. That's a big lab located there in Florida. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Learning from his father and a little bit of Aspen training and a whole lot of enthusiasm, Ricardo is printing digital dentures and loving the technology that is in our industry. And last but not least, every time we record at the FDLA, we always try to record with the incoming president. But we didn't get to it this show because I was busy and she was busy. <laughs> but Dory Santoris was kind enough to connect with Barb and I later to discuss how the weekend went and other great things the FDLA is working on. So join us from the Sunshine State with Don Hebert, Ricardo Marrero, and Dory Santoris. Whitmix's new VeraWash resin cleaning station is the ideal piece of equipment to use in the 3D printed resin post-process. It's oscillating, multi-speed stirrer produces or tornado-like vortex every 30 seconds and guarantees efficient, effective, and powerful cleaning whether the units are individual or still attached to the build plate. The two alcohol baths make an effective step wash system. It cleans more efficiently and there's less alcohol needed since it is reused for both a fresh bath and a dirty bath. The VeraWash's intelligent design offers features such as mode, time, and a start-stop button display, which gives the operator full and automatic control of the cleaning process. A mesh basket used in the wash container makes it easy to keep track of all small, printed parts when cleaning. The affordable unit's one-year warranty ensures peace of mind for the owner. So visit them at whipmix.com or call one 800 626 5651 for more information about this great new product. And as always, we appreciate your support of the podcast, Whitmix. Voices from the Bench. The Interview. Rising out of the ashes of COVID, Don Herbert. How are you, sir? Good. Don Hebert. Don Hebert. Hebert. A-Bear if you're in New Orleans. <laughs> in New Orleans, you'd be saying A-Bear, just like the quarterback. A-Bear? Yep. So you're a CDT. Yep. Phoenix Dental Design. You you stopped by the preet booth where we're at today at the FDLA. Yep. And you mentioned to me that 
you just opened a lab in the middle of COVID. In the middle of COVID. So yeah. let's start at the beginning. How'd you get into the industry? Actually, I was doing something totally unrelated almost 30 years ago, and a friend of mine had been a dental technician. He did it in the service. He was trained oh, in the okay. Army. okay, yep. And his brother-in-law has a lab in the same town that we lived in. I met him through a, a mutual job that we had had when he'd had a brief hiatus from the industry. Uh-huh. And it was always interesting to me, and I was doing something that I, I wasn't really happy at, and I said, hey, would you show me this stuff? You know, and was at the he time, at a lab or was he at his house? Well, actually, actually, yes, at both. Oh, yeah, he had his lab at his house, and he was, you know, just getting going on his own. And he said, "Well, come on by, and I'll start showing you what I do." I mean, of course, it was for no pay; it was just to get experience and yeah. see if I even liked it. Sure. And I did that for a while, and then I went to work for him for I don't know two, three years. You know, were you his only employee at the time? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I was. And, and this is all course, removable, right? All removable. Yeah just strictly removable yep and you know one thing leads to another you're trying to grow you're trying to expand learn more duties you know i'm trying to learn how to set teeth all that type of thing so i had another lab that approached me to do it and they said hey we'll help you out with your learning and this that and the other went and made that move Mm -hmm. ended up coming back to him eventually through his brother-in-law who had one of the biggest labs in the county oh really and i worked for them for a while so yeah you know it's kind of one of those things every time you leave (laughs) <laughs> you learn yeah. a new skill and yep. you become more valuable as you yep. progress. You so know, this old... guy had a lab in his house, and then his brother-in-law had the largest lab right. in the county? Wow. Yes. And, yeah, and he had worked for him prior to well, that as well. Course, but yeah. after coming out of that hiatus, he just decided he wanted to try and do it on his own first. Sure. Yep. So he did that, and he did it for a while. And then we eventually became partners in a lab. Nice. And we did that for a few years. And then uh, you know, one thing led to another, and I actually got out and went to work in the next town over for somebody and became the removable manager for a lab in town. Nice. Then here comes COVID. Yep. Okay. You know what happened with COVID. Everybody lost the work. We were all shut down. All the employees had to go on PPP funds to exist and survive. I was there. Yeah. And when the funds ran out, he had to make the announcement, I'm sorry, we can't, you know, we just can't pay what we did before. We have to do everything off a percentage basis. Which is understandable, but at the same time, the employees are like, my debts aren't that way. <laughs> so, so you came back as like peace pay work? Well, no, not peace so much as it was a total sales volume for the department for the month. Oh, and so that was divided? Paid. That was divided. Well, yeah. So you had no idea what you were going to make until? No. Whoa. No. Yeah, it's hard so to budget that's re- family yeah, off that's of that. that's real hard, so tried to do it for a month or so and i could see that it wasn't going to work without some significant marketing uh-huh. and bringing in more business because the volume was got to go up so much yeah that's crazy so i yeah. said well if i have to go out and do that i'm going to do it for myself again i guess you know yeah i hadn't had my equipment anymore because i sold it all and committed to you know just being there this is going to be the last lab i worked at sure you thought you were gonna yeah but yeah. nobody could predict covid no <laughs> so after all that you know i just decided well i'm just gonna have to go do it again i'm gonna have to do it again and so I thought about a name, and I said, you know, and I don't know where – it even, actually, I do know there was a graphics company in town that was Phoenix Graphics, and I saw the sign. I said, you know what? That's kind of Phoenix that's kind cool. of relevant. Like, yeah. rise from the ashes. You it's know, cool. You're reborn again. But you're so, not in Phoenix, Arizona. No, which, no, which no, no. Which, which, which was confusing, time. which is yeah. confusing. You know, and people ask me that a lot, you know. But uh, now they got to look at the mythological story Absolutely. behind it. I think know? it's great. Yeah. I think so, it's great. so how did I, you start a lab in the middle of COVID? 
What's the first thing well, you bought? Well, you know, I, d- I started out still at my house currently. Okay. Wor- working to get out of there and get bigger because I'm already at the verge of having to hire somebody, some support staff and whatnot. Yeah. The business has grown at least 60% since the first of the year. <sighs> so it is growing. Uh, I've actually had some dentists in the area said, are you crazy starting a, a lab in the middle of COVID? You know, I said, well, what are you going to do? People still need the service. Yeah. You know, so it's going to be tough, but you're just going to have to be the one-man bandit also. Yeah. So what's so, the first thing you got? I mean, I uh, so I got uh, you know I I got a shed in the back. It's a large one. It's a yeah. new one, and it was pretty big. I, it's about two hundred square feet, big okay. enough for just me, a one man. Air conditioned bench, and everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, <laughs> I air conditioned. Oh no, I totally redid it. Nice. You know, all new uh, VCT floors and all that kind of thing. So bought all the equipment, spent money. Oh sure. I made some good decisions during COVID that helped me free up some funds. Yep. That allowed me to go into it. I had to spend most of them to do it. But yeah. I knew it was an investment I was going to have to make. And so far, it's paying off. So you're doing all your own deliveries and everything? I do everything. Wow. I had my daughter helping me for a while, who I'd love to bring on as my office manager because she's so technologically advanced and yeah. savvy. And I'm going to go into this digital fray here shortly. Are you? Oh, yes, absolutely. So, what? I mean, you're going to start 3D printing 3D printing, dentures? yeah. Absolutely. What are you looking at? Well, I've looked at EnvisionTech's product. Oh, they're quite they're a bit. nice. Yeah. They're nice. Uh, I've, I've seen carbons. I'm, I like what carbon does, but the cost is just wow. Yeah, for a smaller operation. Yeah. I know when carbon hooks up their printers, they like evaluate the space you're going to put it in. I don't know how they'll think about a shed. Oh, <laughs> at, no, at that point, I won't be in one anyway. Even with theirs, I, I, I won't. So what are you uh, looking? Are you looking for like a storefront or? Well, not necessarily a storefront. I've actually got an offer from my, my largest client who's a prosthodontist and has a partner where they'd like to bring me into their space. There you go. That's, but it's not a whole lot bigger than what I have now, and I'm envisioning going full service here. Oh. I, have, I have a good friend in the area that, that we talk a lot. In fact, we have lunch like probably two or three times a week, yeah. and he's in the same town. And he's in my same age category, same amount of experience, but he's more on the fixed side. And he already knows all the digital. He's already fabricating units in three shape. Sure. All that kind of stuff. So, And not even so much as a partner or an employee, but just saying, come on in, do your own thing. You want some freedom to do your own thing, and we'll just share space. Almost keep it as two separate entities. Right. And that way, for, for a couple of reasons, there are pitfalls to partnerships oh, obviously yeah. yeah if you don't share the same work ethic yep. or you know whatever Ideas of the future yeah sure. yeah yeah so that you know that eliminates that yeah and it also helps out for the overhead i mean you know you're sharing the cost with somebody as opposed to you footing the bill That's for an everything interesting idea and then so, i mean you guys can and then share we just clients. share services yeah yes, exactly help me out on this exactly. help me out on that in fact we kind of do now even I go to him at his lab a lot of times to help me out with things that I don't quite have yet. Where's know? his lab? In his house? It's uh, No, no, no. He, he works for a dentist in town. Oh, okay. Same town I do. We're only five minutes apart. Nice. So, yeah. And that's that's the way it's going right now. I've been picking up a few accounts, you know, yeah. every month. And it's slowly going up. But we're in our slow season right now. Summertime for removal is always slower. Kids get out of school and stuff. But and then all the snowbirds aren't here. Right, they're not here. And that does definitely help my end really? of the business yeah. a lot. So, yeah. I mean, how many yeah. cases do you get of people out of town that are just here in Florida for well, the winter? the increase in business is significant. It is could it? be as much as, yeah, 30%. It could yeah. be. Yeah. That's crazy to me. I'm in Indiana. It doesn't change. Yeah. <laughs> I guess well, originally I came, down from, all from, from, I came down from the Chicago area. Oh, did you? Just a year out of high school. In 82, so I've been down here longer than I've been up north now, but yeah. uh, I wasn't even into the business at that point. Yeah. So, 
So FDLA show, do you come here every time they have it? Generally speaking, yes. Obviously not last year. Of course. Yeah, generally I do, yeah. Especially yeah. since I'm only 30 minutes away. Are you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nice and I'm right off I-4. I mean, I'm right off I-4. That makes it a lot easier to come to these shows yeah, without the travel and the absolutely. hotel and all that. Yeah. So what do you, I mean, you're looking at Envision Tech. What else are you looking at here? Well, just some general other things, you know, as far as some equipment I need to acquire since I am expanding. Yeah. Kind of just general things. Sandblasters, yeah. steamers, those type of things. Yeah, absolutely. And slowly I'm going to get into more of the, the type of stuff that's more typically used for the fixed area. But I do employ occasionally. Yeah. Uh, and do, you especially laser, do you have a laser welder? No, I do not. Did and you I see probably, that thing over there? No. But that's I, pretty cool. I don't even know the name of the company. I don't know, but I'll bet it's expensive. I, well, they are. <laughs> The lab I was at, we had a laser welder, and the owner used to boast that it was the first one in America. Yeah. I don't know if that's true, but the thing was huge and ancient, but that thing is neat. When I had my first lab back in uh, 2001, I believe is when I started it, I did do a lot of hybrid bar construction, a lot of metal, you know, traditional, yeah. wrap them with the acrylic yep. and all yep. that. Yep. Lots of hater bars, lots of this, lots of that type of thing. I did a lot of that, and I looked real heavy into getting one. Yeah. And back then, they were like $25,000. Yeah. You know, it was ridiculous. Very expensive. So I never did do that. It ended up going in a different direction. But uh, nowadays, I, I would just employ the milled option. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's it's such a more predictable and a neater outcome. You don't have to worry about miscast. You don't have to worry about is this thing going to no, be I would passive. No, I would never cast a bar. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, nah, I, I won't ever go back to that. No, I don't think anybody will. Yeah. There's too many options. And Panthera makes a great product. They're here today Yep, somewhere. Panthera is good. Yeah. Uh, Preet, of course, has right. their Prism Bar. Mm-hmm. Wonderful products. But there's so many options. You really, I don't know who would cast a bar. No, maybe. And somebody? you know, I personally never did. I always gave it to a friend to do that, but uh, yeah, not me. The speakers this weekend. I mean, you saw Chris, right? Saw Chris. He was yeah. first one. Yep. I'm going to the next one. Uh, I'm not sure who the speaker is, uh, but it's for modeling your business for 3D printing. Oh no, that's right yeah, up your so alley. Start checking that out. Yeah. yeah. And the third one, I don't remember. So you don't have any printer? No, 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 no. I don't have any digital equipment. I don't have the scanner. I don't have any of that yet. So that's why I'm here, because I know there's buy-in. a lot of other things. You know, you see the deals on. Oh, here's our bundle. Okay, what else do you have to have? Oh, you got to have a scanner. Uh, you got to have. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying, and it's like it's as much for that stuff as it is for what they're selling. Depending on which one you get into, sure. And then the ongoing costs you have to consider. So have you used Three Shape or ExoCAD or anything? No, I never have. But like I said, I've got a couple different friends that do. They use it so much. I think I can even they said with what we've said and what you've seen. And I was in a lab where they use it, and I yeah. saw. They said you'd pick it up right Which away. way do you think you're going, 3-Shape or ExoCAD? I don't know. I hear a couple different things. I mean, 3-Shape always seems to be, you know, they've been the ones to go to for all the years, and it's the one I always thought I'd want to go to. Yep. But I also have heard that for removable applications and for ease of importing files, that ExoCAD's the way yep. to go. Yep. So I really don't know, and I'm hoping to gain some clarity on that, but I really haven't seen anybody I know. here at the show that – I think ExoCAD's here. Are they? I I, I thought I heard that. Um, I do. I did hear that Three Shape isn't traveling to shows currently. Yeah. I think it's just because. So I was really hoping to see some of that company. this year. Yeah, the lab I was at, Three Shape exclusive, but doing this podcast and talking to ExoCAD people, I kind of wish. <laughs> I, well, I have a. I, I drove over here with a buddy of mine who has that large lab that yeah. I talked about over in my county, and they have both. Oh, yeah. And he says the younger people, they like the three shape for whatever reason. 
Uh, he likes the ExoCAD for ease of importing files yep, and whatnot. That's it's what I so hear. It's so much easier, and it's easier they some of the shortcuts they employ and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I've heard a good way to differentiate them is three shape is good for your large production labs, mm -hmm. less clicks, ease of just getting stuff done. But for someone like you, right. who's going to do more, maybe ExoCAD. I don't yeah. know. Don't let me. So in, I don't don't, know. Let, I, don't let me influence I'll you. Have, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm totally a sponge at this point. I'm yeah. just soaking it all up right now. So that's awesome. Like I said, I'm really hoping to meet some some people here that offer it. I but I kind of did the once around, and I didn't really see any scanners, which I'm shocked to yeah. tell you the truth. Well, we're next to Noek. Noek's a great resource. They yeah. have uh, you can get the whole package from Maybe them. Maybe Whitmix. I know they do that a yep, lot. Yep, they so have the I three shape. Them. Yep, they're a good company too. Yeah. A lot of choices. So, at any rate, yeah, that's it. That's basically my story. That's in awesome, Don. Yeah. I think it's great. After almost 30 years, starting over. Yeah, but it sounds exciting. It yeah, sounds like you exciting. got a lot of good partners to work with. Yep. I Hopefully think it's I great. I can build a little legacy for my daughter or something. There you go. Is yeah. she going to be in the lab? I hope so because How old uh, is she? she's, a, she's 31. Oh, yeah. But she knows the computer. I mean, she's the one who created my website. Really? Oh, yeah. And she, she knows that stuff so well. Her roommates and whatnot are all. They're all into the computer thing. Yeah. One of the roommate's boyfriends is an IT guy. and I mean, I could bring on an instant digital crew. <laughs> I mean, like overnight. Give them all a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so, cool. And they're all very artistically talented as Has well. Has she ever designed or anything? No, she hasn't. And she had just got a job after being out of a job for almost a year yeah. through this whole COVID thing. Yep, sure. So I had talked to her about the idea of coming to the show with me and getting exposed to some of this. But like I said, she has a job now, so she's mm -hmm. doing well. It would have been good to expose her. It's all this. timing. Yeah, yeah, it's all timing. I wish I could have brought her. So, Oh, well. There'll be other shows. Other shows, yeah. Don, Who appreciate knows? it. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you very much, Elvis. Absolutely. Appreciate it. it was fun. All right. Back at the Preet booth at FDLA, we're with Ricardo Marrero. Marrero. misspelled it a little. Did they misspell it? You know, <laughs> they okay. used to do that to me all the time really? on my name badges. My last name, Dahl, they would spell D-O-L-L. -L. Oh, honest not. And I'm like, really? No, That's so sad. No, no. <laughs> they got so, close. <laughs> yeah. So GPS Dental Lab, tell me about GPS. Yeah, so um, GPS Dental Lab is uh, here in Orlando. Um, they actually opened up recently a satellite location in North Carolina. Oh, really? So okay. my father started that up. He wanted to get into the industry like kind of on his own, his own lab. As you know, it can be a little difficult Absolutely. to get doctors, equipment. And so he knows GPS Dental, the owner. And she said, let's do it. Let's open up a lab over there. So GPS, now, at the show here, I've seen tons of these shirts. You, I mean, a lot of people yeah, are here. There's a lot of people. So the very first one's in Orlando. Yes. And it's how many people, do you know? Oh, man, uh, it's got to be more than, I got to say, 50 or above. So it's a good-sized lab. Yeah, it's a very good-sized And then your dad, lab. was he working there? So he, um, my dad had worked in Orlando for some time. Yeah. My uncle... Oh, who the my whole dad, family. Yeah, here. Whole, okay. we got a he because of him. <laughs> we got a lot of people working in yeah, there. Yeah, nice. And so my uncle, uh, his brother, uh, got into it because of him. He loves you know Orlando. He loves the area, so he stayed here working for her. Oh. And so we came to visit. I came to show him. I'm learning digital uh, dentures and stuff, and they do crown and bridge mostly. And so he wanted me to show him like, oh, how do I do it? How did nice. I learn? And so they, she loved how I did the stuff. She always loved his work. 
And when he when I mentioned, oh yeah, he's trying to open a lab. She goes, I'm a sponsor. Let's do it. I'll open a satellite lab over there. And we said, okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? So where is it at, in North Carolina? So it's in uh, specifically Hudson, North Carolina. Where's that? Um, so that I'd say it's close to Hickory, which is about it's north of Charlotte. Okay, about an hour. Okay, that's not yeah. And we, I'll tell you, business has been booming. Uh, I mean, it, yeah. The second it was a little slow at first, just as any any lab, it's not going to be. So when did it open? Uh, it's only been open a couple months now. Oh, no kidding. Wow. Yeah. So pandemic opening of yeah. a satellite lab. And what do you do there? So I actually just recently started because okay. I worked for a different company. I'm going to be helping him with the dentures, but I'm going to be focusing on digital. We really want to get our digital dentures going. Um, I'm going to be working with the guys from Orlando mm-hmm. in order to improve our digital uh, output, like the designs, yep. what we can offer the patients, what we yep. can offer doctors, I should say. Um, that way we can go farther with our digital. You know, it's, it's a lot, and, and advertising too. A lot yeah. of doctors still don't feel comfortable, you know, making the change, and we want to change that. We want to Well, the biggest doctors. problem with dentists is they think that they, they need to be digital yeah. in order to have a digital denture, which is not true. No. But that's really what we as an industry have to communicate to the doctors. Exactly. Yeah. And we, we've been, you know, coming up with different ways, um, you know, big thing is social media is a huge thing yep. uh we want to put together you know people love those little videos explaining them stuff because you know I, we get it dentists are busy they, yep. they have their patients especially now everyone's trying to get teeth their teeth done and stuff yeah yep. so instead of sitting down you know that it's that initial contact like hey i know you're busy here's a little video here's our website here you go this is what we do if they yep. want to talk to us even better you know, that <laughs> yep. gets them that yep. interest to come in and go, yeah, no, you know what? I saw the video. It was really cool. Let's talk a little more. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you got to so. hit them with something short. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. drag them in. That's right. So were you raised in a lab? No. So it's kind of funny because I was an electrician before this. <laughs> electrician. <laughs> yeah. It's a big change, you yeah. know? But um, it was more so that when we moved, I worked for an electrician because I didn't have a license. They weren't really paying me much. And so it's kind of difficult at the time of the change. And my dad it, yeah. goes, hey, we're training for way more what they're paying you. And that's just training. And he's always tried to get me into it. I was going to say, your dad's always been in the oh, business. Yeah, he's, he's year, years, years. I mean, since I was born, even before that, he was so into this. So why didn't you go right into it? So for me, I had this knack for, like, I loved puzzles. I loved all this. Like, I loved puzzles and construction, which is, yeah. weird, you know. And electrical was that. Yeah. But then when I started getting into this, I felt that same knack of like puzzle solving, troubleshooting, all that stuff of like just in a different implant parts. Yeah. You know, yeah. like how how can we help this patient? You know, this person, their teeth or their jaws this way. How can we help? Correct? And so I, I found the same knack for that puzzle solving that yeah. that helping and especially helping people out. Absolutely. You know, I, I loved going to someone's house and they, they didn't have a light that turned on. Now I turned it on. Well, now oh, I need to talk to you after this. Oh, yeah. No, no way. <laughs> I got a light that doesn't after work. After this, man, anything. <laughs> but now, you know, you get the same feeling, but now it's with, you know, someone who couldn't smile before. We change lives every oh, day. Man. I love it. I yeah. love hearing feedback from people saying, thank you so much for helping. You know, I love my teeth. I can smile. I can feel confident. It's kind of that feeling of like, wow, you know, yeah. really makes you glad to be in an industry yeah. like this so what what are you doing now like i mean you've, you're only in this a few months yeah 
you're still learning, obviously. Never oh, yeah. stop learning. Yeah. But how are you getting used to everything? So uh, definitely a lot of studying, a lot yeah. of uh, going to events like this. Yep. I mean, the seminars, the expos, they're, they're so useful. Yep. Seeing what new technology is out there, especially with digital, it's, it's because it's fresh and it's still growing so much and yep. people are putting in new and new advances. Um, it's been really great to watch YouTube videos, get the, you know, call those people up and say, hey, can you, is there a thing I can watch that are showing me webinars? Because where I worked, we started doing digital. That's where I learned at first. And then, but because of the fact that, like, we had a, a lot of work was coming in that was analog, it's like, okay, well, I'm trying to go between analog, digital, analog, It's hard digital. to learn something new when you can just get it done quicker. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and then especially, like, you know, I don't blame them, but, like, they threw me in, like, well, we need someone to take care of it, try to figure it out. It's like, okay, I'll try to work with it. Um, but now it's like now that I can have a more focused uh, insight on what I'm going to be doing for digital, I really want to work on bettering my digital designs as it is. You know, the what's great about the, the digital is that you take someone who – barely knows how to do a setup you know have you ever done a setup i've done i've practiced yes yes but i know i can do better you know yeah. especially only being in it for so little time it's that practice that repetition is going into it to get better um but like the fact that you can take someone who doesn't know really well how to do setups yeah throw them on a computer and it looks good and now they practice doing setups and now they start getting more knowledge and it yep. starts getting better and better that's awesome i mean it's great i've been able to help him out um, so that you know, there's not so much pressure on him because it's like, oh, and then he teaches me all the time about, oh, look at the, you need to look for this in the teeth and if you notice Things this. Things the softwares don't do for you. Exactly. So is your dad a removable technician? Yeah, okay. removable technician, yeah. So, so what are you using, 3Shape, ExoCAD? 3Shape. 3Shape. We've been, I've been using, I've learned 3Shape. Um, that's what I've been using this whole time for removables. I've also been learning Crown and Bridge. Yep. We want to start doing like flexibles and things like that and um i think rpds and yeah all those stuff you're gonna print those or yeah so the plan is to do things like frameworks and i mean we want to just try to offer anything we can sure you know we i know they have here in orlando they got quite a couple designers and so but the thing is is that you know it's hard to when you have so much work to have someone and go and learn this new thing and then teach it to everybody else. Absolutely. Because, you know, you got to get those you gotta gotta get make doctors work done. happy. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> you got to yeah, get that work It's hard done. to take the time to learn. Yeah. Yeah. So it's definitely the biggest challenge is, and it's one of those things where it's bittersweet because it's so good that we're getting so much business and it's so good that we're able to get these, this, you know, this done for the doctors. Yeah. But also it's hard to keep up on keep it keep up on it you know to say hey and then when you learn something new now you gotta offer that so to are doctors. you doing production work or are you just perfecting and, and, and it's starting? mostly production work yeah what's nice with production is that the more i'm doing it better the, more, the better you're getting yeah, and sure. you can you can notice like as i was doing digital i noticed hmm the gums look a little weird on this one. Oh, that's because I need to do it like this. Or, oh, I have this tool I never used before. That's how I do it. And you start learning because as you're doing production, you start getting more familiar with the that's system. Awesome. You know? That's awesome. So it's, it's been a great help just being able to do case after case and even input from either uh, the, the doctors, you know, the, the, the dentists. The telling us, Yeah, the patient themselves. And they say, hey, this, like, I didn't like this part. You look at it and you go, oh, I didn't know I could change this before. You know, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, Let me do this. And the Thanks patient's like, oh, no, I love I it. Mean, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I didn't know. So you have printed digital dentures out on the street. 
Yes, yes. That's awesome. I, I did, um, we did a lot of uh, immediates for people. Yep. And it was nice because the, with the immediates, it was like, you know, before we used to send them to get designed, and then I said, let me take a crack at it. Let me try to design one. I sent it out. I did my own design. I gave the doctor, said, here, try these two. I'm not going to tell you which one's which. But try these two and let me know which one you like better. He picked yours? And he picked mine. Nice. And then they were, and they were like, well, I like this one. And I was like, well, that was my design. And nice. they were like, well, it's like ten times better, so get to it. Start designing. And nice. after that, I started designing. And they would tell me, no, the patient loved it. It fit great. They loved how it looked. And even though it's just an immediate, you know, it's, it's just to get them by, that helps your, yeah. you know, boost self-esteem. Now, now I go, okay, now I got to go for the next it. thing. Now you got now it. Now I go for permanent dentures, you know. How so, long does it take you to design? Uh, well... If it's a, well, it's never. There's never a good case because you know there's always. <laughs> I could say that, but it's they very rare you get yeah, that perfect no. measurement. Yeah. Um, no, if I can go through all the way, thirty minutes to forty-five. Really, minutes, that's not bad. I can just do a quick design, and what's great is that you can have multiple designs as one's loading. You know, as it loads in something, yep. you're like, okay, I'm gonna work on this guy's yep. boundary line or whatever, yeah, and nice. then like, oh, now I can work on this guy's occlusal plane. You know. Yeah. So, what so, are you printing them on? So right now we're uh, printing them on uh, the Caraprint dentist. Oh yeah, we yeah. had one. In yeah. Our lab. Yeah. And it works. Nice it, little printer. Absolutely. Um, the Orlando has the Caraprint, but they also they do the permanent dentures with carbon. Oh, okay, sure. So which you know, it's a nice, sturdy. Oh yeah. Very nice carbon. We, we yeah. know. <laughs> but uh, right now we're doing Caraprint for what we have at the moment. Because we're still starting off as the satellite yep. lab, he's already had a great couple months that, you know, business has bo- like really been booming. Yeah. So we're hoping that as we grow and, you know, we get a – right now we're working out of home, but we plan on getting a, like, a, a, like a lab. Oh, this is all done in your house right yeah. now? We, oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. We, uh, we changed up the, uh, the garage, you know. Put How many s- people are working in uh, there? Just me and him. That's it? Yep. Just me and him, but wow. that's the plan. Is that we wanna, you know, we wanna expand, we wanna grow. I mean, we have so much bi- like business right now over there that like we are. He had to hire me on because I, I I started recently because he's like I can't keep up. Yeah, you know, I can't even look for doctors anymore because if I do, I'm not gonna sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it's that's been, cool. Yeah, I didn't realize it was in your guys. Yeah, house. we, yeah. you know, he he had been wanting to do a, a, a lab at home, but the pandemic started when we were looking into it. Yeah, and it completely messed it up. Sure. You know, and then that's, you know, when uh, GPS Dental um, found out, they said, hey, we can help you out. You know, yeah. we'll, we'll give you some money. We'll we'll give you some equipment and we work together. And it's it's been great. Yeah. You know, thanks what's to the, them. What's next for you guys? Definitely expansion. Yeah. We definitely want to and, and focus on the digital. We really want to get that digital going and, and getting the dentists to realize, like, hey, look. This is the way to go. Yeah. You know, this is the future. Is the ultimate goal to fabricate everything digitally? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know. Is your dad behind that? Oh, yeah. He, yeah. He, he's been wanting to learn the digital. It's just yeah. that he's been so busy that, you know, but now he's happy that I'm coming on because now he has definitely the knowledge for it. I mean, he's know, he, got he's, the fundamentals. Oh, yeah. Sure. But the computer part is where it comes in because now it's knowing the same way you learn what tools do when you're doing analog, yep. the same way he needs to learn how to do, you know, use tools in the machine, you know, in three yeah. shape. What is what? Are you teaching what, him? Uh, yeah. 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 Is yeah. he grasping it or is it? A oh generational yeah, he's, he's always been good. He's been good with computers. <laughs> yeah. It's just like the the program itself. He's like, oh, well, what is what is this doing? And someone's like, Dad, it does, like that's the mouse. Come on, <laughs> come on, man. Do you but, ever have to say right click? No, yeah. the other right click. The other right click. <laughs> like, Press enter. No, that's space. Enter. <laughs> 
But yeah. um, it's been a lot of help, and he's been helping me grasp more of the anatomy. You know, it's important. How is this yeah. supposed to look? Because again, anyone can get on, but we want to make sure that we're giving the best to our to our you know to the doctors. Yeah. We want to make sure that we're not just throwing slapping some together like here you go whatever. Yep. You know, we want to give them good quality work. That's Great awesome. Work. I'm happy for you. You miss being an electrician. I do a little bit, but I mean, going to events like these, and even then, I can always do it on the side. You know, you can't really do dentures on the side. Like, you know, it's, <laughs> well, yeah, you, you know, it's yeah. a little more difficult <laughs> to go. Hey, you want teeth? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I can always do it on the side, and I, I've done you know projects for him and, and neighbors yep. and stuff like that. Yeah. But I, I definitely love this. This industry has also like I've only been in it for a little bit, but it's been fantastic. Yeah. You know, it's, so do you go to electrician fun. conventions? I have. Okay, compare the two. I mean, this has way more cool stuff. <laughs> what do they have at electrician convention? I mean, you know, they have boards that light up and says, here, look, <laughs> this is how electricity works. No. <laughs> no, you know, they have their new tools and stuff. I mean, in a way, it's similar. It's that, oh, now we have a drill that can do this, yeah, you yeah. know, for, it makes it easier to put in plugs. But they're not, they don't have as exciting things like oh, 3D no, no, printers. No, 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 I mean, electricity is like. When I heard about 3D printing and dental technology, I freaked out because I was like, I've always loved technology i've yep. always been a fan and then 3d printing you know when that started becoming a thing i'm like well i'll never do that because I, I don't have money yeah. <laughs> you know yeah and now they're like hey you want to learn how to 3d print i'm like oh absolutely it's you know? amazing how this industry and 3d printing is just like yeah i i never would have thunk it years ago but it makes sense yeah that's why it had me so surprised when i heard about it and I'm like, wait, you can 3D print dentures? Like, yeah. that's a thing that you can it's, do now? And they're like, yeah, absolutely. And, it, it, and the industry is just driving for it to be the only way. Yeah. And it's going to be exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very excited to see what's going what's gonna, to – I mean, just here, being here now and seeing what advances there's been already. Yeah. You can't imagine what – five ten years from now what we're going to be doing with this kind of technology i mean wait until your dad drives you to chicago for oh the... man i've been there once oh you have okay. once and that's you know i walked around acting like i knew what i was talking about didn't know because <laughs> i was, at the time i was like oh i don't yeah. know this stuff that's free free I bet stuff you're now you're dying to go back. oh no i definitely because yeah. now i can go and talk to people and be like yeah i now know what you're telling yeah. me <laughs> they're like implants and things i'm like i don't know what that is yeah, yeah of course yeah <laughs> <laughs> I remember my first time to Chicago. Yeah. A little overwhelming. Oh, man. And that's when they started seeing about CAD. That, that's when they, they started really pushing CAD cam. Yep. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. I didn't know, but I didn't even hear about 3D printing there yet. Yeah. You know, and now. It must have been a while ago. Yeah, it was it was quite some time ago. Yeah. That's but, cool. Um, I'm definitely excited to, to go back and now with, you know, fresh eyes and, yep. and a new perspective of, of understanding what's going on. So soon you're going to have a team. Yeah, that's the plan. That's definitely the plan. We we're hoping so. I mean, this like like I've heard and everyone was saying it. This you know in this industry, it's it's only growing. People yeah. always need more and more. Everybody's hiring. Everybody's hiring. Everybody's hiring. <laughs> yeah, I get asked of that a lot. Just being here at the show, you know anybody? I'm like I'm from Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, granted, ninety percent of the people I know would probably move down here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but still, you know. <laughs> No, and that's the thing, you know, and, and it's a good, it's definitely a good profession to have, like, not a lot of people are getting into it. it you don't hear, oh, no. I, I, I'm a dental technician, you, you don't hear that that often. It's either I'm related to, yep. or accidentally I, <laughs> and that's it. Those are that's, your two options. That's, that's <laughs> it. That's how you get to know those guys, you know? <laughs> so it's definitely, like, one of those things that when you start learning, you're going to have opportunities anywhere you yeah. go. Yeah. 
you know you're gonna opportunities to work and to learn yeah never stop learning you, you never will in this industry absolutely you'll never get burnt out no there's no i mean unless you make yourself get burnt out yeah that's there's true. always something new and there's always a challenge yeah yeah i love it but that's that's the best part is that when things are too easy it doesn't help you grow you know yep when there's challenges that present to yourself you know when something there's an obstacle and you learn how to get over it you grew as a person because now when that obstacle comes again whether it's for it. you or for someone else you got it yeah. you can help them you can get over it yourself you know so it's definitely one of those things where like you want to you know you want those challenging cases you yeah. want the where it's like ah oh, what am i supposed to do here because that's gonna then when you learn how to do it and you're like oh nah, then no problem i imagine electricians have that same feeling yeah you i go into a house and you're like well i need to well how do i get the wire over to here it's let me tell you that's been a struggle i bet i've had i mean our house the, when we moved because we moved to north carolina not too long ago we've only been there a couple of years oh yeah and the house we got was from like 1950 oh and boy when he tells me hey can you do the wiring i'm like yeah i'm look i'm like First off, all the plugs are in one breaker, and I don't, I can't even. I'm like, oh boy, this is gonna be fun. <laughs> even even setting up the lab because I did we did the construction oh, yeah. for the lab, and like when I set up the lab, we, like now thankfully because of GPS they paid for us to get an upgrade in our electrical system. Mm -hmm. But I was only able to give him so much power to the point where he has a boiling pot over here. He has you can't plug yeah, two things can't, at once. Like yeah. I told him, I can't give you much here. You know, I'm sorry. That's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> You know, so it's those kind of things where you're just like, oh, how do I, how do I fix this? I don't know where this goes. Yeah, but the nice thing is with us, we're improving lives, That's changing right. people, absolutely, making them healthier, happier. Oh, yeah. That's fun stuff. Yeah, it's nothing better than seeing someone smile with something that you made, <laughs> and that they're just like, my life has changed now. Yeah, you know, I can live my life better now because I feel more confident. I can function more as a human. You know, it's sad that yeah, removables is the place to be. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Well, Ricardo, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. I've you got to go to the Eastern Conference. And I plan to go as many conferences as I can. They're having one up in North Carolina in September. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely all the the webinars, all those, all the, I'm trying to get to as much as I can. To, yeah. I'm trying to get as much information as I can. You know. Well, the pre website has a ton of videos. Perfect. On uh, attachments and implants and everything. That's great. So. I'm, you you can you're gonna find me there. Nice. <laughs> I'm gonna be nice. on there. Thank you, sir. Uh, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. I yeah. appreciate it. Have a thank good you. one. You too. Bye. We are excited to welcome to the podcast Dory Satoris from Florida and current president of the FDLA. Dory, how are you today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm glad to be here. Awesome. And Barb joining us remotely mobile <laughs> from the car. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. So, Dory, we tried to connect while I was at FDLA. I was recording at the Preet booth, and I ran into you and wanted to pull you over to talk about being president of the FDLA. But because of it being a big meeting and everything, the time never happened. So we appreciate you giving us a few minutes here to kind of find out how everything's going in Florida. So when did you become president? Was that 2019? Um, no, I just became president at this meeting. Oh, Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. You should have tracked me down though, Elvis, because I kept wanting to come back to the booth and it just 
you know, time got away from me. I understand. And I was actually working, so which was different yeah. for me. Usually I have all weekend to trek people down and convince them to come over. But it's fine. We can catch up now. So you took over from Alex Wunches. So how was this meeting? Was it well attended compared to other years? Did pandemic hurt it a lot? We actually don't have the final numbers. It didn't. You know, post-pandemic, I think we were happy with the turnout with just the probably about half of the size it usually is, a little little more than half. Hmm. So it was smaller than previous years, but we were still happy with the turnout and had a good amount of exhibitors and sponsors. So we were able to still have the meeting, which was really the what we wanted. Absolutely. Just being there, maybe it was because it's, I've spent so much time not seeing people. It seemed busy. It seemed like there was a good crowd and a lot of people. Yeah, I think so. And it's usually, you know, more people on Saturday when the technicians can be mm-hmm. there. Friday's a little smaller, which is always the case. But um, it seemed like most people were really just happy to get out and be face to face, even though it was a little smaller, just being able to be in person. Absolutely. The FDLA meeting's like one of the largest meetings in the country. So I was super happy to hear that you guys were going to move forward and have the meeting this year. It's a takes a lot of guts to do that. And I know a lot of people that uh, attended the meeting and said that it was absolutely amazing. So good job. Yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting to hear, you know, when we get all the surveys back. I always like seeing what people think and the education we provided and what kind of topics they enjoyed or didn't enjoy so that'll be interesting usually it's held on mother's day weekend this year was a bit different was that because of pandemic yeah yeah yeah, just with the pandemic and dealing with the hotel we just pushed it back a little bit so i'm pretty sure next year it'll go back to the, the may dates I did notice a few people were thankful that it didn't take part during Mother's Day weekend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's a bit of a sore subject with people. It's always tricky. It's just, you know, with the hotel and the slots they have available, it just works out that way. Sure. But I know it's not ideal. Well, you have a whole new reason to celebrate Mother's Day. So maybe as president, you should make sure it doesn't happen on Mother's Day. Yeah, well. We'll see, or just bring the whole family along. There you go. It is across the street from SeaWorld. (laughs) That's true, that's true. Hasn't it always been on that weekend? I remember, like, it always being on that weekend. Am I wrong? I mean, as long as I've been part of it, it has been. Yeah, so we always used to bring everybody and hang out by the pool. I was telling Elvis, that's the great thing about the Florida meeting. I said that you can go and hang out by the pool on Sunday and at night, and the events are always amazing there. It's just a great meeting. Yeah, make it a vacation out of it. Yeah, exactly. We noticed that uh, when the vendors were setting up that we think every vendor was there. Would you get a good response from the vendors that set up? I think, yeah, we were happy with the turnout. I mean, there were some that couldn't, you know, that still have travel restrictions or couldn't be there for budget reasons. But, you know, a lot of the regular ones were there that are that are usually there and even some new ones. So. Yeah, I think we were just happy with the turnout. That's awesome. So why did you get involved with the FDLA? I mean, your lab's in Florida, obviously. Mm -hmm. So what made you want to participate? Why did I get involved? I had just gotten into the lab industry recently, you know, back, I don't know, eight years ago when I attended my first meeting. That was my first real exposure into the industry. And then... I don't know if eight years ago 
counts as new anymore. <laughs> well, okay, I guess it depends who you ask. <laughs> for, for some of the people who've been in the industry a long time, eight years is nothing. But yeah, <laughs> but I think it was our one of our reps at the time who recommended me to be on the board. They were, you know, looking for people to join the board. So I was like, sure, sounds like a good opportunity. And and it was, and I've been really happy with it and met a ton of people. And I don't think I would have made so many connections if I hadn't joined the board. And I just served for a couple of years and moved up through the executive board. And now I'm the president. That's really great. Just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Is that your first time ever participating on any board? Yeah, yeah. So you never had any other experiences and the first thing you threw yourself into is a dental lab board. Yeah, it's fun stuff. Other than the meeting, what other things does the board take care of? Really just the whole association, you know, what Mm -hmm. kind of benefits we can offer members or how we can get more members other than the pandemic. Usually we have district clinics throughout the year in various places in the state, different topics that people can come to for education. So just that kind of stuff. And the symposium is the biggest thing that we work on, but other things throughout the year, other benefits we try to offer. So anything that helps the association. So usually there's other events happening throughout the state throughout the year. That's not just the symposium. I mean, smaller ones like district clinics are small, like 12, 15 people kind of hands-on workshops. Oh, okay. But as far as like events, I would say the symposium is really the only event. Yeah, it's the Super Bowl of all events in the state. Yeah. <laughs> what is Florida's regulation like? Does every lab have to have a CDT? Um, it's changed recently. So oh, okay. um, it doesn't necessarily have to be a CDT. You just have to have someone designated to, you know, get the credits. Oh, and they don't even have to be a CDT. That's interesting. Yeah, it is very. Why did they change that? years past. I don't know, to be honest. In the state of Florida, I think that they're discussing moving in that direction, but it's not mandatory for a lab to have a CDT on staff, as I understand it at this time, Hmm. like period. So, but I know that that is something that they've been talking about because I've been kind of hearing a little bit here and there about it, but I don't believe it's passed yet. Okay. I always thought it was a very regulated state like Texas. No, we're not as (laughs) as Texas. (laughs) In order to do business in Texas, I actually have to fill everything out and submit, you know, money and give them my CDT number in order for Night Dental to do business there. And I think South Carolina, Kentucky, um, but I definitely know that Florida does not have that. So anybody can do business in Florida. Pretty sure. Why are you asking? Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm going to move into that market. I don't know. (laughs) Come on. We got good weather down here. Yeah, no kidding. Yes, we do. So, Dory, how many people from your lab went to the symposium? Do you send everybody? Not everybody. Not quite. We had six of us. So, out of, there's 30 of us at the lab, six. Oh, wow. That's pretty good for us. We don't normally have that big of a group, so we were happy. They were celebrating you, I'm sure. I guess so. Yeah, they were like, you're president? Really? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, it was good. How far away is your lab from Orlando? Right at two and a half hours, probably. Okay, so that's still a bit of a distance. In Jacksonville, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you say it's 30. Is that a full service lab? Yes. Nice. And you guys are growing, right? I mean, after everything hit last year, um, you guys are doing really well, I think, right? Yeah. I can't complain. We're very blessed and we're trying to keep up, which is a good problem to have. How have you been? Are you on maternity leave right now? I am right now. Yep. So 
I've been trying to ease back little by little. I'm going to be going back in a couple of weeks. So ready to get some stuff done. Yeah, I'm sure you've been working while on maternity leave a little bit though, right? You never can really Definitely leave. different not being in the lab every day. Oh, but yeah. But I'm able to get some stuff done still. So what's it like being the FDLA president? So when you get into that seat, don't you guys have a, a board meeting and then you kind of get everybody together and figure out what the meeting's going to look like and what speakers you're going to have? What else do you need to do like as president, I should ask? Weren't you the president before, weren't you? Me? No, my sister was. Okay. Okay. You were NABL president. Which yes. Is, okay. Okay. That's right. So we haven't had our debriefing meeting yet from the symposium. So we usually talk about what we thought, what speakers were good, what who we want back, go over the surveys that everyone fills out of what they thought, and then go from there and start booking keynote speakers for next year and topics and workshops and everything we can go ahead and get locked down just as soon as this meeting's over, we just start planning again for next meeting. And then things that come up throughout the year, we work on, I was telling Elvis, just benefits we can offer the association and members or how we can get more members, if we can have more education throughout the year now that people are wanting to get out and okay being in person. So hopefully we'll get some of that planned. On the feedback from the meeting, do um, people usually give you pretty good ideas? Yeah, no, they do. And we, we really listen to it. I'm excited to see those surveys and it's good to know what they liked or didn't like and speakers they liked and didn't like. It's, it's always good to review those. And we like to, as, as specific as they are, we, we use it. So if they have a specific hands-on workshop they want next year, we really try to work on getting that. How many surveys do you have to get telling you somebody was terrible before you never invite them back i mean because no seriously you know one person's gonna be like oh i hate that guy but how many does it take before you're like oh we might have something here i don't think it would take very many especially if it was a consistent response of why they didn't like a certain speaker i i can't remember that happening lately but we'll see what happens well you haven't had me on stage oh so you really plan next year's meeting almost right away. I mean, the meeting's not yeah. even, what, three weeks done, I think? Yeah, it's, it's already been three weeks, yeah. And then, like I said, I think we're going to be moving it back to the May weekend. So really, we have less than a year mm. to plan the next meeting and get, you know, the sponsors and every certain people want their keynote sponsorship sure. and things like that. And the speakers are booking out years in advance so if we want somebody specific we have to book them now yeah how do you come up ideas with speakers is it just part of the board or yeah really just part of the board and the surveys that we get just brainstorming we start with the topics usually and then mm -hmm. think of okay who would be a good presenter for that specific topic or who have we seen before that we yeah. like like their presentation yeah you're also on the committee that does the visions meeting yeah that's confusing <laughs> <laughs> it is because it kind of overlaps a little bit and like ideas that i have for the fdla you know could be for the vision or vice versa but kind of a different types of meetings so yeah different speakers that we wouldn't necessarily maybe maybe we'd have the same ones but maybe not yeah because florida it's a lot of technical i mean there's a lot of hands-on yes. going on and, yeah. yeah yeah i think you guys um you had jessica burrell which she's amazing i'm sure that course was full yes it was and i've heard really good feedback already 
from that one. Yeah, James Angeloni was there. Oh, yeah. He did a big hands-on. Yeah, there was a lot going on. I'm surprised to hear it was smaller than past years, honestly. But yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, just so sheltered right now. I just, just any little bit of people seems like a lot. <laughs> I think we just need to keep having them and keep having them. And then everybody out there is going to be like, okay, they're not going to cancel. This is going to happen. I'm going to go. I'm right. going to actually network and see everybody that I haven't seen in a year or two. It should be. But I think that the more meetings that, you know, are not canceled, the more popular gonna, they're just going to keep growing. Because the Fun and Sun, I think, is in July. I'm going to that on the 15th and, you know, same thing where last year they had it and then they were like, no, we got to cancel. And now this year you guys had yours. Next month they have theirs. And I just think you're going to see it build. Yeah, I'm sure people, yeah, they're just not confident that the meetings were going to go through until now. Yep. And they are. Yep. So far. So far, so good. So what other benefits does the FDA FDLA offer their members? Well, of course, you're going to put me on the spot like that. We have, like I said, the district clinics, which we haven't really been doing because of the pandemic, but hopefully those are coming back, Mm -hmm. you know, throughout the year, educational clinics, hands-on workshops, and then online education and some discounts on like shipping or, you know, there's a human resource hotline that you can have access to by being a member. C management, I've actually, we've used them a couple of times at our lab. Yeah, so have we. They're great. Yeah, certain predicaments you can get in and you can just call them up and say, hey, I have this situation. What what do I do about this? And they'll advise you, uh, which is really nice, the benefit that the FDLA offers. And then that we have the magazine, the Focus magazine. Oh, yeah. Goes That's out. a really good magazine, by the way. Yeah, I think so, too. Good. I'm glad you think so. Mm-hmm. Can non-Florida people get that magazine? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Send me your address. We'll get you one. Sweet. Another perk. Yeah, they always have really good technical articles. It's really a great magazine. I enjoy reading it every month. Yeah. Yeah. You should become a member to get it, but. Bingo. Oh, yeah. There you go. (laughs) So non-Florida labs can join the FDLA. Yeah. Yeah. Is there many that join that aren't in Florida? No, not a ton. Oh, well, we need to change that. Yeah, we're open to it, especially, you know, with a lot of states not having an association. Absolutely. We're open to anybody. And everybody wants to go to Florida. You would think. (laughs) You would think. It's only 95 today out here, Elvis. It's 89 here. Wow. You're finally catching up. Yep. Fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> What's the board working on this year, other than next year's symposium? Anything exciting? I don't know. It's all very confidential information. I can't. Oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> well, like I said, we haven't had our meeting since the symposium, so that actually we have the, yeah. later this week. So we'll be talking about going forward for the year, things we can plan, and we haven't really started yet. So. It's coming though. Yeah, nice. So for techs or people that are interested in becoming a board member, like what's the process? How do you find new blood, if you will? Yeah, a lot of it's just word of mouth. We try to reach out to people that we think might be interested or that could we think would be an asset to the board. Or, you know, we have open applications throughout the year. I think, I don't know if it's on the website or you email the FDLA. I'm, I'm not 100% sure on that, but we're always accepting new applicants and we want people to join the board. So anyone that has interest is welcome to apply and 
or find somebody on the board that you know and talk to us and we'll get you connected. So we're always wanting new blood. Do you guys have committees also that, that you have people that serve on? Um, sometimes for like certain things, we'll have like breakout committees, but for the most part, the whole board works together. Nice. And do you have vendor representatives on there? We do. Yep. So the, there's two vendor supplier seats and they're a two-year term. So, you know, I think we have Donnie Bridges coming on this year. Oh, I'm sorry. And he has been there for two years. And then we have Burdine with Colzer. She's about to start her second term. So it's kind of... Oh, yeah. She's cool. Yeah. yeah. So you so don't like have... the guys, but you like the girls? <laughs> well, it's just Donnie. Oh. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt you, Dory. No, you're good. But yes, we have two supplier seats, so that's it's nice to get another perspective too when we're planning. Sure. Things. Yeah. Yeah, Arkin's a big supporter of that. I saw that they did the lunch and they they had a big hands-on booth and yeah. long-time sponsor. Yes. Did you guys do the luau this year outside? No, it was very disappointing. We didn't have it, you know, budget reasons. Oh and- yeah. COVID. So it was a little weird not having that, but hopefully we'll be able to start it back next year. Did the hotel, were they pretty cool or did everybody have to wear masks the whole time or were they a little bit lenient when it came to masks? Just curious. They were pretty good actually up until I would say like a week or two before the meeting. They were like, everyone has to wear a mask. Even if you're speaking, even if you're on the stage at any time, everyone has to wear a mask. And we were like, this is going to be difficult, but we'll just get through it. And then it was like a week or two before the meeting, I guess they had changed it. Uh, It was like a Marriott thing. It wasn't just their hotel. So it was a bigger thing. And they said, you know, you don't have to wear masks. Their staff still wore them, but they didn't make anyone. So that was made it a little bit better. Some people wore them and some people didn't, just whatever they were comfortable with. Well, that's good. Because a lot of people are vaccinated too now. So it's kind right. of a little, you feel a little more free. Yes. And we actually had stickers. I think we stole it from another meeting, the idea. We had like green, yellow, and red stickers. So you could put it on your name badge how comfortable you were with talking to people like you know hugging and yeah stay away away from me or (laughs) i'm okay talking to people so it was kind of nice to have that little i think that was the nadl meeting elvis said that they did that or a friend of mine heather said they did that which is really smart yeah it it takes the awkwardness out of you know talking to people it's like all right you're yellow i got you Definitely, yeah. yeah. There were people that were wearing all three colors, though. And it, it just kind of, <laughs> you got up to it and you're like, I don't know now. <laughs> or you can, you know, put one on each side and depending on who you're close to. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Uh-oh, he's coming. Flip. <laughs> That's terrible. I would, I didn't do that. <laughs> of course. I was thinking it and you said it, so you're not that terrible. It's totally the truth. <laughs> So one of the things I always enjoy about going to the meetings is when they give out the milestones for the CDTs. And I think the highest was, there was like four people with 50 there. I think there was, I think 50. Yeah. Yeah. That's always amazing to see. Yeah. I mean, there were a lot of milestones and in that category, I think there were like four or five people. Yeah. And I think there was only one that was actually there at the meeting, but yeah, still Morris, Morris Fugarino. I'm pretty he was sure 45. Yeah. And uh, wife Paula said she screamed and clapped. Yes. Were you there? Yes. <laughs> you need to get her on this podcast. Oh, yeah. We have once. <laughs> She's got a lot of energy. We're still dealing with the lawsuits from it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
Eventually. Yeah, but it was always great to see so many dedicated people. Mm-hmm. And even if you're not at the meeting, you know, it's just it's just great to hear their names read. And yeah, it's awesome. That's a big deal. It is to imagine that someone's been doing something longer than I've been alive. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah. Are you a CDT, Dora? No, I'm not. I, Are I'm, you even a technician? I'm not a technician, no. But I have yeah. extreme... I don't know. It's just amazing what technicians do. I have huge kudos to everyone who's a technician, but I I am not. Yeah. No, I'm in the same boat. Yeah. Keep a handpiece away from me. (laughs) I'll keep all my fingers. We want to keep the work we have. (laughs) Yeah. There's room for all of us. That's for sure. All of us make the labs go. Yes. Well, that's great, Dory. I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us. Sorry we couldn't connect at the FDLA. No problem. I'm glad we were able to connect. Thanks for having me. Are you president up until the next meeting? Up until, yep, the next symposium. And who's going to follow you? Do you know yet? It'll be Chris Peterson. Oh, Chris. oh that's great. Yeah. As long as we don't kick him out before then, he'll be the next Because <laughs> <laughs> Alex did two years, didn't he, because of yes. the pandemic? Yeah, yeah, and those are some big shoes to fill yeah. for him. Yes, he did two years because we didn't have the symposium, so we all just kind of stayed in our current role. Yeah. I'm sure it was really hard to convince Alex to do that. (laughs) Yeah, he was really upset. (laughs) Well, Dory, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Thanks for putting together a great symposium. Had a lot of fun. I think it was a really good event. And let's hope for better things next year. Yeah, hopefully you'll be there again next year. Oh, I surely will. Good luck to you. Well, thank you guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Have a good one. All right. Bye. Bye. So a huge thanks to Don and Ricardo for recording with my good friend and partner Elvis at the pre-booth, of course, at the FDLA. I really am sorry I couldn't make it this year, but it sounds like it was a really, really amazing meeting. And thank you, Dory, for connecting with us after the show to talk about all the great things the FDLA is doing for the dental lab and state. And congratulations on your new little baby. Aww. She was holding the baby while we were recording. I know, and he was super good. Yeah, I was going to say, the quietest baby I've ever met. Yeah, he was amazing. (laughs) All right, everybody, that's all we got. Barb and I are heading off to Fun in the Sun. After that, ladies in the mills, we hope to see you there. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. I'm going to tell everyone that Jeff Strong hit you. (laughs) 